Hello, everyone. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode with Esmeralda Leone is a catch-up. It has been exactly two months since our last live show in Chicago, and our last live show at the Wonderland Ballroom ever is coming up on Friday, October 1st, 2021. The link to that is in this podcast description. Another thing in this podcast description is a link to our Patreon. We've been doing this show for... 13 years, 14 years, for a very long time. And all the shows are available at youmethemeverybody.com. The most recent year of shows is available in the iTunes and Spotify feeds. And that's why we have a Patreon account. Because uh, the show, while it is free to listen to, it is not free to produce. Uh, I'm hoping to recoup expenses from production and hosting and all that good stuff. So please consider donating to our Patreon. It's in this podcast description. Our final You Me Them Everybody Live at the Wonderland is Friday, October 1st. Hopefully Esmeralda and I will be doing the show in Chicago again in December. Until then, here's Esmeralda. I guess. Yeah. Yes. Okay, fine. You sound better than fine. How do you do you feel? It just sounded it just sounded funny, but it sounds fine, I guess. I I can't tell until I start to edit this thing how it actually sounds. Like you're showing up in the waveform. But all right, well good. Are you One to ten, how would you rate right now? Uh, ten. Come on, don't be do don't do that. By the way, I got a new theory. I'm working out this new theory. I don't know if this is a monologue or an essay or what, but yeah, Tim Burton's Batman actually predicted our current reality better than any of the other Batman films. Yes. You'd agree. You'd agree. Or you finally actually heard what I said. No, no, no. I heard you. I'm just trying to. I'm like trying to think because I did actually just rewatch Batman. Eighty nine and... Batman with Michael Keaton. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to think it was one of the Nolan films, considering like we're from Chicago. We lived in Chicago. Heath Ledger literally skateboarded by the venue I was playing at once when we were playing at Cal's. Oh, so like I'm very I thought that would have been the Batman that most reflected. No, I mean, I don't think it's that dark and dreary. No, I agree. And Tim Burton's is dark and dreary, but it's also it has that. Like whimsicalness to it that makes it seem brighter. So it's it's all this. I have no idea who the social media lady is that got murdered. Do you? Oh, uh, I mean, I just know like when she got murdered. Yeah. Like when she was missing and then they're like, and her boyfriend ran away. And I'm like, yeah, he fucking murdered her. Give yeah, me exactly. money. Do you need, do you need me to tell you? Because. So that's not why I'm talking about Batman right now. I'm talking about Batman because I'm convinced that the things, th- that type of person that influencer slash TikTok slash whatever. And I'm not fucking throwing anyone under the bus here. I don't, mm-hmm. if, if that's on you, good for you. Also, there's no way you're listening to this, so I don't care. Um, I'm, I'm not saying I don't care, like, get out of here, just like, whatever. You're, I'm not in your orbit, right? <clears throat> that, to me, is the Joker. Dealing, oh, yeah. Like, and everyone's just like the crazy big fake smiles. That's become the reality. Yeah, I mean, watching, I mean, thinking exact of the point where he's on the the boat or the boat. He's on the float. <laughs> yeah, there we go. And, and he's just in. like, like yeah. throwing money and people are like, oh, my God, 
this is great. Like, and, and they're just not, not like, this is a man, like, like, look at him, look at him. Yeah. Like, and you're not worried. You're just like, he's fun. That's where <laughs> we're at right now as a culture. And that's not a good mm-hmm. thing or a bad thing. And also this isn't like a fucking, let's talk about the Joaquin Phoenix Joker thing. I don't give a shit. I'm just saying, Hey, remember the Michael Keaton Batman? It feels like that well, that's, more than ever. Yeah. That's that. Well, he, the, or he, he the, 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 Joaquin. <laughs> I couldn't say his name. The Joaquin beat. Yeah, that's not. No, that's like in the Nolan territory. That's the let's talk about mental illness. Yeah. Uh, the Joker is. I wouldn't say he was mentally ill like the Batman one, the Tim Burton one. Okay. I felt like maybe, but I, I kind of, I mean, the man got his face all burnt up. <laughs> like maybe he's right to, you know, <laughs> want to fuck people over and have fun. I just think that the, unfortunately, um, the way that the Technicolor of the nineties, the Schumacher Batman is gone. The sheen is gone. No. Yeah. That one's just weird the sadness and the seriousness of the Nolan and Affleck <clears throat> Batman's is there's no levity. Right. And Batman one versus Batman two. I think Batman returns is darker. The, the Catwoman origin story and the penguin origin story to me are much darker than the Jack Nicholson origin Joker. And so I feel like we're currently in Burton. Number one, Batman. Burton. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, penguins, penguins, starts, they abandoned him. <laughs> yeah. And that's really depressing. There's no way around that. I'd say that that is the most depressing of the origins for all of them. Like he never had a chance. Right. Yeah. Because, and what he looked like, like nobody was going to accept yeah. him. Poor man. Like you start, to, you, you feel truly bad for him. And then Catwoman, she, didn't she die? She essentially died. She essentially died and came back as just a cooler version of herself. And by cooler version, I mean she took off her glasses. She well, was, and she got that outfit. She she got got outfit. That. But she still had like amazing neon in her house. That's true. She had, I mean, she had the materials for yeah. that outfit. She was really so cool. she, she had outfits that she could chop up to make that vinyl leather, whatever exactly. it was. <laughs> when you have zero chance to succeed or to live. It's sadder. Hence, Penguin is the saddest of the origin stories. I mean, he was filthy. Well, he was rich, right? Or he got the money. Well, yeah, he got the money. Because he surfaced and he's like, I'm their kid. Yeah. Give me my money. But he also had to live in the sewers. I know. That's such a shame. Like, you feel so bad for him. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I've been thinking about. (laughs) You know what it was? My kid found my um, toys. So I hid all of the stuff that I used to have out when he was able to start walking. So like all the starting lineup action figures of like Michael Jordan and Andre Dawson, like, and all the wrestling figures and all of the like Batman toys got put away and he refound that box. Um, And is it because they just have little pieces or you don't want him to touch them? Kelsey brought up the fact that like some of these might have um, paint in them from the eighties that, might not be good now because it's like we don't know the materials that those were made from 
never like, thought about that. Yeah, neither did I. <laughs> so uh, that's the main. You're just like one. it was fine for me. No, it was, it's nothing like that. I'm like, you, I don't. They're your toys. I don't care if you break off Greg Maddox's arm. Go nuts. I turned out fine. Yeah. Um, he found. I have the Batman Returns toys from McDonald's. Oh wow! I have okay. the Penguin car and the Batmobile car, and he loves them because the Batmobile car you shoot like it's. It's stagnant, and then you press a button, and the front fires out. Do you remember this? Yeah. No, but and the penguin car, on, um, it, it, on the front, there's a spinning umbrella. That's cool. So it's really cool, right? So I mean, yeah. Toys, and that's I've just been thinking about Batman a lot <laughs> because of that. Also, it's Batman Day this week. It was already was, and maybe the most important reason is um, there's a frame of there's a frame photo of the three of us, and he's wearing a I'm Batman shirt in it oh so i see that every day i want to make it clear i did not buy that shirt that was a hand-me-down um i wouldn't buy a shirt that being like hey your parents are gonna get murdered wear this i mean yeah batman in of itself has such a sad yeah. sad story yeah. <laughs> but if that does happen that means that he'll, that we'll have had him till he's like 12 or 13 and we're wow. crazy rich that a butler will take over caretaking needs always the silver lining. So it's fine. I don't care. <laughs> if, it's, if that's the situation, I shouldn't say I don't care. I don't want to die. I don't want my son to be an orphan. But if I'm going to die and he's going to be an orphan, I can't think of a better scenario. I'm also like, where? Like, there's no other family? No me, aunts? No. Uncle? No, no, no. But like, Batman. He had nobody else. Maybe he had a, maybe his parent. I don't know. I'm, I can't speak of that. The you're the butler one had to take care of him. You're the like, one that's, with a dad and a brother in addition to a but mom, that's, not me. But that's crazy to me. Like, you just have a butler. So, like, what if he didn't want to take care of him? I don't think he has to legally take care of him. No, he doesn't. But that's what I mean. Like, what if he was just like, well, y'all died. Bye. He's from the <laughs> South all of a sudden. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, bat. Kid. What's his Good name? Bat. What's, What's your his name? name? Is it Bat? <laughs> it's Batman. Your name is Batman. Bat. Bruce. Bruce Wayne. I couldn't remember his name. Uh, anyways, um, I, the last time I saw you is the last time I felt comfortable doing a live show. What has changed? The Delta variant. Well, that was around. Not barely. It was barely around. What are you talking about? It was at... in full force. No, it wasn't right now. It's in full force. I'll look it up right now. I mean, I that, that's been around for a while now. You're right. It has. <laughs> so that, but that's what I mean. Like, it was plenty around when you, when you were here. No, it was uh, really kicking into full gear as we left. We did our show. Oh, all right. 20... We did our show exactly two months ago. We're recording this on September 22nd. The last time we recorded live, or the last mm -hmm. time we recorded in, in the same room together was July 22nd. I'm opening up the Washington Post app and looking at the numbers for both dates. I think that's a fair way to oh, decide all what, right. what it was and when. Okay, so right now we're at... Um, should I do... By the end of August, the seven-day average had climbed over over a thousand people per day. So right now, the seven-day average is—is is that the U.S. or is that just where you are? Just the this is just U.S. 
See, I'm not. See, that's where the thing is. I'm not worried about it because I'm. I mean, I'm worried, but I'm not worried. Do you want to do Illinois? Sure. Okay, let's do Illinois then. Well, you have to do Chicago because Illinois is. That's fair. Okay, that's completely fair. In Illinois, though, because that's what we're going to work with. The seven day average is three thousand seven hundred and eight. Okay. July eighteenth, which is the closest I could click on for doing mm-hmm. this show. Sorry. Captivating stuff right here. Let's just do July sixteenth. <laughs> sure. Six hundred and thirty six. Really? Yeah. That so, seems see- wrong, but <laughs> Um, no, I mean, I agree with you, but I feel, um, so that's, I think it depends on where you are. Yes, I know. But no matter what, that's a 6.5, six, t- 650% increase in cases. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I, I kind of, I, I kind of stick to areas where at least, and this is kind of probably stupid to just assume that people are safer. Okay, yes, here's why. Here's why. So, no, know. but I just don't yeah, no, I know that because, you know, people do whatever they feel like and but I feel like I go to places and or stay away from places that I'm like, mm, that I doesn't look good. I disagree with your statement. Here's why. You've gone to two festivals in the last month. Yes. Both have been outside, for sure. Yes. Way safer than inside. But you said both of them were pretty packed. I mean, yeah, there wasn't, but there wasn't a place. So you, okay, it wasn't a thing of like. You went to Pitchfork. Yes. You also had VIP though. So you were able to socially distance when needed or when required. And based on every yeah. report I've heard from you and other friends and the media, everyone was masked unless they were eating or drinking. For the most part. I was mean, it, people was, are outside, so they're people not are still outside. But was it? But better? people were masking. Yeah. yeah. How was Riot Fest in comparison to Pitchfork? I mean, I think it was the same. Honestly, people were masking, um, and I, you know, I felt like there wasn't moments where I couldn't get away. Okay. Like you could easily stand away from people at every even the headliners and all that and i don't know if that's because people just didn't because you could i believe you could defer your tickets for next year yeah so maybe the ticket you know people who had bought tickets or whatever well here, here's a better question weren't there who did you buy tickets to see um my big thing for friday was I really didn't have like a like a main one, but you know, there's a few bands that I enjoyed, which was like the sounds. I um I wanted to see Smashing Pumpkins. I'm like, I'm not the biggest fan yeah. of them, but I'm like, well, I should go see them. Yeah. Did you see them? <laughs> I did. We stayed for a little bit. <laughs> okay, so the sounds, a band that peaked this is no knock on them. Roughly No, yeah. I mean Riot Fest is truly like Yeah, it's nostalgia fest. It's the yeah, it's nostalgia. It's like yeah. So they peaked nineteen years ago. Yeah. You could say the pumpkins peaked 25 years ago. Right. Which means that they're appealing to people roughly our ages, a little bit older. Mm -hmm. I'm going to assume that the average 40-year-old is a little bit more cautious than the average 20-year-old when it comes to this. Maybe. Maybe. 
And I think it's also the type of, you know, the type of people who are going to these fests. Um, it depends, you know, the people who go to Riot Fest is is probably very different than the people who are going to um, like uh, Spring Awakening. Yeah. And recently the ARC Festival, which is, it's the same thing as like an EDM type festival. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's a younger age range uh and you know they're still like teenagers to like early 20s uh going to those shows and i feel like yeah they're a little and this is this isn't even just because of the disease i mean that's kind of in life oh yeah 100%. people who are younger are like no whatever yeah, like, totally. we're gonna be young forever oh yeah so you're not as cautious i've been way more cautious since having a kid hands down like oh yeah i mean yeah you're you're in charge of another life yeah <laughs> What are we forever like I would, so yeah yes. i wanted to i at one point i was planning on being at both pitchfork and riot fest right um once i got vaccinated in march and i saw the dates and i was like oh screw it like there's a wedding in colorado we're all gonna try to go to as a family and then we can maybe like end with a day and a half of pitchfork and then mm-hmm. maybe we go to chicago two weeks later maybe even fly because blah, blah 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 none of that happened um, right. Yeah. <laughs> and go to the it actually worked out for the best because like the kid got hand, foot and mouth disease. Um, which oh, looks, it looks like chicken pox. Right. Right. But it's worse. <laughs> Yikes. So he had that like when we were supposed to be at the wedding. So that actually worked out in a weird way anyways. Um, and then for Lollapalooza, then the main act I wanted to see at Riot Fest uh, pulled out because even Trent Reznor's like the guy that wrote um, Happiness is Slavery and... Uh, He's like, no, I'm not doing that to people. I'm not risking this for this. Like the the cost benefit analysis is not it's not worth. Yeah, it. um, yeah. I mean, I felt more comfortable going to Pitchfork and going to Riot Fest. Yeah. Versus if I would, I would not step foot in Lollapalooza. That being said, it looks like Lollapalooza was not the super spreader event people yeah. worried about. Yeah, I'm 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 happy about that. You know, That's nobody true. wants it to be. No, but you know when you see all of that, it kind of gets you're like, I don't know how that's going to turn out, it's, but it's I'm glad it didn't. Like, how could this not be a super spreader event? Exactly, and I'm, I mean, you know, that means that people were responsible slightly because you did have to have proof of vaccination or, or a negative. The outdoor stuff really does matter, and that is it. It's that yeah. simple. It's the, it's the recirculated air. It's versus the not recirculated air. Right. And then hopefully, yeah, it is people being responsible. So let's talk about indoor <laughs> dining. Have you done that yet? Uh, yeah. Where do you go? Do no, you we've been, I mean, I just went last night. Where'd I went go? to, uh, we went to Lena Brava. Okay. Um, my boyfriend Colin's, uh, brother was in town with his fiance. They just, uh, got engaged oh that's nice so we did it was a dinner to see them and then to celebrate that and then also his mom's birthday is like in a week or two so that it was just a big uh accumulated uh celebration of things but yeah i felt perfectly fine i mean we went early too but i honestly i mean again i don't go to places that i'm just like oh that's packed in there and i have to sit next to everyone and uh you know Everyone doesn't look safe, although that's not true. You can't really see, you can't see if someone's safe, but you know what I mean? Like people aren't just roaming around. Like people are listening and putting masks on when they get up and 
that kind of thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm not uh, going, you know, I'm not going to Wrigleyville in the bars where everyone's just. Yeah. But if those bars are like half outside, you're probably <sighs> safe. It's a weird thing. Like, okay. Metallica. Yes, just, but I don't want to go there. That's <laughs> Metallica <laughs> played Metro earlier this week. If you could. Yeah, it played. That, yeah. Two, no, I mean. Would you? Have okay. Played? If I, if it was a band that I was like, what? Yeah. Let's say the probably would have. If the sound was at Metro, you would have felt safe enough to go to that. Yes. Okay. I probably would be wearing a mask. Would or would if it, it was like a sold out? I probably would. Yeah. If it was a sold out situation, because Metro's small. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm. I'm getting to. I don't know when I'm gonna feel good about going. When it will be right. worth it for me. That's why I pulled the plug on doing the live show in DC. Like, I'm so uncomfortable that I'm not having fun. Right. And, and then I mean, you. I mean, you also have a you have a child yeah. that cannot be vaccinated. Yeah. At this point in time. So that, I mean, that's even a, on top of that. Yeah. That's the thing. If oh, I didn't I have could. a kid, I would have, I would have, I don't think I would have ever stopped the show. I just would have done it outside. Right. And I would have been back in a bar like in April, like the day I could, but I don't, I'm just not having fun and I'm getting angry at people that are doing everything, not everything correctly, but doing things that aren't inherently dangerous to other people. Does that make sense? I think I'm acting like, like how someone thinks that everyone's going to give them cancer if they're smoking in a bar 20 years ago. Oh, okay. Where I'm like, <laughs> yeah, this isn't good, but I'm just like hate. I'm just full of hatred at people that are doing something that's technically not illegal. Right. <laughs> but I'm just like a dick. Right. And I don't see that changing anytime soon. So I just had to pull the plug. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's good that you recognize that. Yeah. I'm just so furious. And it's, I'm like, it's, it's a hundred percent my fault. I know that. Well, you know, I mean, it's not, but it's also, it's not like it's not justified. But that's the thing. Is it? Does, does well, you have, I, know, I mean, does you have I people DC have to get sick after being vaccinated to justify this reaction of mine. No, but I'm saying you have, you have people in your life that cannot be vaccinated and that then there, there's such a risk there uh, that, you're worried. So yeah, I mean, and if you're angry at people, I mean, I'm, I get angry at people <laughs> too. And I'm, and it's not a thing of like, I'm, I'm completely at home quarantining mm-hmm. and never leaving or anything. I'm, I'm doing things too, but I, I feel like I'm taking more precautions and there's some people who are just like, fuck it, let's do whatever. And it's like, no, no, maybe we shouldn't. Just because you're vaccinated doesn't mean, you know, I mean, we, we got tested yesterday down the street. I mean, we get tested. um, We went to a wedding. We waited. We got tested afterwards. Where was the wedding? Uh, It was just in um, Cary. I think it was. It was south. It was a short drive. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't far, but we were in a building. That's the thing though. Did you have to spend the night anywhere? I did. We did in the hotel. Okay. But also, and then this is also, um, it's not a knock, I guess, but uh, the bride and groom are from, or one of them was from Florida. Mm-hmm. And so family came up and actually this, this was a bit, so this happened. Um, uh, I kind of confronted someone because they said they were unvaccinated 
and they were going to like Mexico and it just set me off. I didn't, I didn't yell, yell at them, but I, Um, I, I, okay. And full disclosure, I had, you know, I had a couple drinks. (laughs) Okay. Why did the Mexico thing really bother you? Because in Mexico, you know, people aren't, uh, you know, the vaccines aren't just readily available everywhere. Yeah. And people are fucking scrambling to try to even get a fucking vaccine. And then these people are just like, well, we're not vaccinated because of blood clots or whatever, which is fine. But I'm like, where are you going places then? Stay in your fucking house. So they came from Florida to go to the wedding? Yeah. Okay. And they're not, how old are they? I don't remember. They're like mid, like our age, a little older probably. Do they have kids? I don't think they did. But they don't have a medical reason. They just are. They said about- they said they, the medical reason was something about blood clots. Okay. I don't remember exactly. I just remember being really mad because I'm just like, if if you do have a medical reason, then why are you anywhere? No, I'm with you. <laughs> why would you choose to then roam around? So are they childless? I think they were. I don't remember. Okay. How did it end? The confrontation. Uh, me walking away, and I think I said, "Go with God." <laughs> And then uh, I think Colin said that somebody said that they called me evil or something like that. Um, <laughs> were you the? And I also started crying <laughs> to their face or later. No, as I walked away because it was very infuriating to hear just the fact that they're one uh, going places and you reveal, going places outside of the. Know you? Do you want to reveal your background at all or no? No, that's fine. I mean, yeah, my parent, my mom's from Mexico. My dad's from Guatemala. I mean, yeah, yeah, I have a, a vested interest in people going to other countries, specifically countries of my yeah. of my origin. Do I mean, it's if they bullshit. were like, we're going to uh, rural parts of Canada, you would have cared. Well, it's rural parts, <laughs> Which but also that, I'd also be like, are you? But also, I mean, there's indigenous people in Canada too, and it's like motherfuckers. I'm like, just asking a question here. No, but that's that's it's infuriating that people are just like, whatever. We're gonna go. I uh, yeah, I'm with you. I I mean, I'm even. You know, there's the plan of maybe going to Mexico in February, but that's yeah. like, mm, I don't know. Um, we'll see. Like a city, a town, or a resort. Uh probably a beach town and we'd stay on the beach and okay. go nowhere so more like a resort yeah yes but not i understand because it's not like an all you can it just yeah I understand. A beach, I understand i understand whatever the reason i ask is because a lot of those places like i wouldn't be shocked if like they were able to get all their workers vaccinated because of this and i don't but i don't think they do That's, they might they might have more i would hope so to keep i would hope so going. I hope so. But yeah, that's that's what bothers me is, you know, you're affecting the people who live there and, you know, they're talking about going to like resort places. And this most completely uh, relates to Riot Fest and Pitchfork to me. uh, No, because it's in the U.S. and people can have a vaccine readily available. But these people that you're at the wedding with are not. I know. And they're choosing to go to places where people cannot. Or aren't able you, to get do, the vaccine. Are you worried about a breakthrough because the odds are so low? Is that the issue? Probably, yeah. Okay. I'm more concerned if if you don't have if you're not able to get the vaccine mm-hmm. and you're not able to stop working, which is most people who work in resorts. Yeah. Because no, I'm, I understand. 
that in in countries like Mexico, mm-hmm. uh, then that's fucking bullshit that you then decide to not be vaccinated and and go to these places and probably spread disease. Maybe because that's some real colonizing bullshit. <laughs> yeah, so spread disease. Yeah. Well, in a way, it's sort of that is manifest destiny. Yeah. <laughs> so if anything. Yeah, that's why I'm not comfortable doing the show. It's it's that simple because like, okay, there's a guy that I really like. His name is D. He was supposed to be on the show. And I just canceled the show mm-hmm. last month because like yeah. he was he didn't have his mask on at points because like he was drinking. You're not supposed to because how are you going to drink a drink, you know? He's right. hugging people and they're high-fiving and they're not wearing masks either. And it's like, well, yeah, these are your friends. But like I see that behavior, which means that this is what you're doing everywhere you go. And I know that you're performing everywhere and you're performing outside of the like intimate dc area where the vaccination rates are crazy high and if you're performing two hours away and the rates aren't that crazy high and that's your behavior i know you're doing this shit in a place where people might not get vaccinated for reasons that i don't agree with therefore i'm just so uncomfortable even though i'm both we're both vaccinated does that make sense no yeah because you know even if you're vaccinated it's not a hundred percent i mean you could still be a carrier so I'm just like I'm I'm I feel like I'm I'm almost turning into like a Cary Grant rear rear window thing where I'm just like when the fuck is this gonna end? When am I gonna feel remotely comfortable to do things that two years ago I had no problem doing? Um, the second we get um tests that tell you automatically if you have it or not. Is it that simple? <laughs> I mean, that's I, it needs to go that way or it just needs to be cured. But that's not going to happen. We already have that. So, I mean, those those Abbott tests are only take 15 minutes. That's too long for someone who's trying to get into a bar. That's fair. But also <laughs> uh, that doesn't prevent anything. No, but uh, do you think you would feel better if you if there was a thing where like you would go into a bar and everyone would get tested like as they walk in? That's a big maybe. It's a big maybe. And if it's like a immediate like ding, you're good. Ding, good. No. Ding. Yeah, in theory, yes. In reality, no, because I also know that things mutate and change. I mean, the, the right. Whole there's thing of false positives and, and, and there's variants. False so like, negatives. In that in that never likely to happen scenario, a hundred percent agree. Love it. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, it has to get to that point, but I don't think it's gonna. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, I don't know how we're. Yeah. I mean, people. OK, so this sounds terrible, but at least in this country, other countries, uh, I feel awful because they can't. I mean, a lot of them don't have access mm-hmm. to the vaccines, but here we have them everywhere. They're free and people don't want to take them. But, you know, a lot of those people are just dying. So, yeah. Or they get it once and they're fine and we don't know the long-term effects yet that's happened to friends of mine so right i don't know and i understand that all of this is anecdotal but yeah literally everything is anecdotal yeah so (laughs) like we're not scientists we don't have actual like i don't i mean i don't yeah i don't know how this shit works i just know scientists about this i've been doing this show and for a long time until we could do the live show it was a daily show but then they also can't, I mean, they can tell you so far, mm-hmm. but you know, they don't, they can't tell it. They can't say like, oh yeah, this will end and whatever this needs to, they don't know. 
because it's evolved. Like everything's changing day by day. And that's, a, <laughs> I think it's ridiculous how people are so angry that like things change mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in terms of this disease. Like it's a fucking disease. It's mutating. Like, how do you get so mad at a scientist because they told you one thing well, to be fair, it's supposed to be this and it's like yeah fair, well it changed I, I don't think that we were given our generation numbers giving a good sense that things do change and really you think it's our generation who has the problem yeah i think it's i think it's our generation and everyone older than us and i think that kids now yeah. understand that things change more than people i think our generation was the last to not have right built in yeah um and I think it's it's simply because of the internet. Like I think our the kids when I say kids, I mean everyone twenty five and under. Let's just yeah. go with that. Everyone that grew up with the internet, I think has a better understanding that either things are elastic or um you could lie a lot more easier than just because it's in print or just because it's on in this form makes it true. Right? Yeah. Where I don't think that our generation, everyone older than us, had that built in. And that's essentially a liberal arts degree. Like that's the whole point of getting a liberal arts degree is to, it's about thinking. You're not really learning mm-hmm. a specific skill like a car critical critical thinking. It's critical thinking, right? That's like a that was a specialized way of education. Where now I think it is the norm for a lot of people. So it's a lot of people older that are having a difficult time to understand that things are elastic and things mutate and change. And right. And, well, and, when you're older, exactly change is. It's not even it's typically exactly what you're saying. So it's all of these things at once. And I do believe it is a generational thing. And I do believe. No, it for sure. Yeah. Ours is most likely the last, at least in this specific country in, in, in urban environments of that type of thinking. Well, good. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, Let's hope we're evolving. Cause God damn, people are <laughs> morons. <laughs> it's completely i mean i think just in general older people don't like change oh sure 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 they like the way it used to be it's like yeah well that's not it anymore sorry i'm really you know what's weird is i think if you and i were still doing the show on a monthly basis in chicago i'd feel fine i mean yeah because again wherever you're going yeah uh i think it's because i could Number one, the way the brain is laid out and the way Whistler is laid out, I know where the mm-hmm. doors are and they're a lot closer to the stage. Because mm-hmm. in Wonderland, I'm on the second floor and there's mm. no door and that makes me feel even more trapped. Right. Even though the the vaccination rates in this area are like crazy high, it doesn't matter to me because I feel trapped and it's about the feeling. And I know I love the bartender there. He's been doing the show forever. He's never wearing a mask. He's never wearing him. And he's dealing with every, literally everyone that goes in there. So it's like, I'm yeah, so no, people aren't. Um, so, I mean, people aren't wearing masks here. Like it depends. So in restaurants, and I don't know if it's a mandate or whatever. I think it is that they have to wear masks. Did you oh, another, like in restaurants? Here's and, another reason why I'm insane. The bar that I do the show in, in DC you have to be vaccinated. You have to show your card. Yeah, but that's not a, that's not a, you know, I, I think you're, you are right in your fears because even if you are vaccinated, you can still, you can still get it. Yeah. 
it's just, again, it's not going to, if it doesn't, it's not going to kill you or put you in the hospital unless you have like over, yeah. uh, sim, you know, mm-hmm. you're immunocompromised, but you can pass it on to people. Yeah. And again, you have people who aren't vaccinated. So yeah, I, I understand that fear completely. If you were not- to show next week in at the brain, would you feel safe? Yeah. yeah maybe I'm just <laughs> but I don't know, but because I don't have my, I don't have high stakes. I actually think I'd feel a hundred percent safe in the brain doing the show. Yeah. They have windows now on the sides. Do they really? <laughs> yeah. They put windows in on the, on the side. So, so there's only windows in the front, right? Yeah, now yeah. there are windows on one of the sidewalls up Whoa, on the top. That's awesome. It's funny because then they block them out like just for light purposes. That's awesome. Did, did they do that for <laughs> ventilation? I think so. Because I don't know why else would you do maybe, it honestly, against a building. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's just a complete li- Maybe I'm lying to myself completely. And it's just like I'd feel more comfortable at the brink because it feels more like home. And it's the that too. It's the semblance of a warm, safe cocoon, even though the reality is completely a fucking lottery, like everything else. Yeah, but again, I I think of like who goes in there. Yeah, and they also they they want proof of vaccination, yeah. but I just the the kind of person who goes into the brain, I feel for the most part, not a lot of twenty. It's definitely more of a riot fest crowd than a Lollapalooza crowd. Well, no, there's I think I mean there are younger people, but I think the younger people who are going to go in there are not pitchfork crowd. Yeah, they're they're thinking of their you know, taking precautions and vaccinating and all that. I don't know if uh, talking about this is is essentially the like 2021 equivalent of like someone talking about their dreams when you're just like, I don't give a shit or if it's actually something people relate to. You know what I mean? No, people relate. And, you know, this is all. You know, people want their fears dissuaded or or they want to at least this is like it's like everything you want to hear that somebody else has the same problems because you probably I mean, people might be getting uh, like gaslit. Yeah. And we're like, no, it's fine. Like you're vaccinated. Just go everywhere and do everything, you know? Yeah. What do you got coming up this weekend? Nothing. Nice. Wait, no, there's like a bunch of actually there's there's a bunch of like festivals. There are. No, I'm with you. I'm I'm participating in one myself. Yeah, there's like some uh I couldn't tell you what they are. Are you planning on going to any? Um probably. I'm gonna try. Are they like the kinds of like like classic block parties with like bands and stuff? Yeah, there's one in the neighborhood that I probably will just go the neighborhood being check out Albany Park. Oh, by the way, I learned while at Riot Fest that rise against um, because they, uh, so faith no more pulled out. Yeah. And that wasn't because well, it was, I think partly COVID, but um, the, who's the lead singer, Mike Patton. He was having some mental health. He wanted to take care of his mental yeah. health, but it was also something due to the pandemic and yeah. all that. So yeah, but rise against took their place mm-hmm. and they're, they're from Chicago. Yeah. I didn't know that. I mean, I'm not a yeah. big rise against fan, but uh, the lead singer lived in Albany Park mm-hmm. when he was first because he was talking about like recording some demo in a closet in Albany Park. And I was like, I was more like, oh, really? What park? Yeah, like, what where did you live? I, that was the first. I used to live in Albany Park. 
a long time ago. Really? I don't think you ever at my place. It was uh no. sophomore year of college. Yes. Yeah, oh wow. College, yeah. Uh, last stop on the Brown Line between. Actually, I could get off either the last oh, at Kimball or the second to last stop. Oh, Kenzie. So, well, that's where I live. Yeah. yeah. Um, I lived um like you could see there's a courtyard and just south of it was uh, an international Middle Eastern market. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know where, like around where. And I remember when, like, um, the U.S. decided to bomb Iraq. All of the news trucks were like, where do we find Iraqi people? So that night on the 10 o'clock news, they were just like on the street because like the only Iraqi restaurant was like at our corner. Yeah. So that's. that's yeah. That are er- this area is, is, you know, you have there's at least like four, mm-hmm. five Middle Eastern restaurants. I think there's on a, one a block. Wrong <laughs> argument to be made that you live in. One of, if not the best food neighborhood in Chicago. Yes. Because you can get pretty much anything, and you're really crazy close to like amazing Pakistani food and amazing Indian food and amazing Korean food if it's not already in your like half mile radius. Yeah. So, no. Yeah, I miss living yes. there for the food alone. No, we're. Uh, we're Is doing DC a, not a DC's cultural. Great for specific uh, types of food. Mm. But like, not a lot of good Mexican food around here. Just because there's really? a lot of Mexicans here. Yeah, there's a lot of El Salvadorians here. Oh, okay. It's like yeah, but that's kind of you get some it's different. I'm sure you can get some bomb pupusas. Exactly. But that's different. It's not bad, it's not good. It's I mean, just it's just a stuffed tortilla. I know. <laughs> there's not a no Chicago's better when it comes to food. Um I made the mistake when I was in LA. There's a uh market set up, like a street fest market every uh week or so of guatemalan food and it's like guatemalan salvadorian central american food but i made the mistake of, of asking a woman i was like are those tortillas and she goes <gasps> she was very offended because they were pupusas <laughs> and i was like that was like a tortilla lady were you like i'm mexican <laughs> well no my dad's yeah i was like my dad's guatemalan but here in chicago i've he said it and i've met other guatemalans who said there are no good guatemalan restaurants around here See? But Guatemala also is just an amalgamation of all the other Central American food. Like they don't have really anything yeah. original. <laughs> so. Could we just all admit we're all liars and we just if it, it's good? Yeah, just fucking eat everything, man. Yeah, it's, it's like fine. Your neighborhood, it's everything. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're doing. Do you have art all night in Chicago? No, you used to actually a long oh, okay. time ago. Remember that stuff downtown? It would be like at Macy's or something. It would go to like three a.m. Like a decade, maybe no. 15 years ago. Okay. We went to it together. It's been a long time. Did ago. we? Yeah, it was, a, it was that long ago. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. Um, I don't remember this. There's an art all night <laughs> this weekend in D.C., so we're doing wow. a You Be Them Everybody Live on nice. steps of a church Ooh. from like 7 to 11. Are but, you going to be blasphemous? Well, that's the thing. I like. It's a historically What black, kind of church? Historically black Baptist church. Baptist, oh boy. I'm not going to like shit all over something I don't agree with. Yeah. I think just my presence there and me doing the show is blasphemous enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, kind of. I don't need to be like, you know, guys, God is dead. I could just do my shit and they'll get it. Yeah, it'll be. I don't need to say the thing. Right. Blasphemy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Blasphemy is just. But I only feel safe doing that because it's outside. Right. On the church steps. Yeah. Yeah. And And then you're kind of away. 
from because you're on the steps exactly. and people are down there yeah. above you or and below you. Before <laughs> that, from three to six, Kelsey and I are DJing on the roof of a rock club called DC Nine. It's we're just playing kids music, like we'll, like Baby Shark. No, like Ramones. Oh, okay. It's called Hey Ho, Let's Go. It's like an excuse for my kid to listen to Ramones in a bar. Right. No, no, no. That's great. But it's outside. You gotta, you gotta get them in early. Yeah, but it's outside, so like. Yeah, that's perfect. And a roof. It's an outside roof. So it's like cover. up. Mm-hmm. And you have to, sh- if you're over the age of twelve, you have to show proof of vaccination. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, so at Pitchfork, um, the the VIP area was you for twelve and over, mm-hmm. so you couldn't have small children because it had you had to be vaccinated. Oh, so I couldn't even bring my kid this year. Yeah. That was like I mean, whole, you could have, you could have to the pit, but not to the VIP. That was the only reason we were like one of the main reasons to go was to bring our kid to the VIP section. Yeah. So Just yeah, you like, couldn't. We did this. You couldn't. Well, now I'm really glad we didn't go. I'm gonna tell Kelsey. I mean, you would have. It would have. You know, you would have noticed once you got your things. Yeah, once you like landed and got there. Well, no, I mean, you would have. I'm assuming you would have gotten tickets or whatever yeah, the yeah. thing before all the information. <laughs> Well, you might have already booked a flight, but yeah, um, I'm um, I'm extremely looking forward to killing the DC version of the show and um, also <laughs> full of regret. You know what I mean? So, you're looking forward to killing. Yeah. Like I'm looking like, forward to any, like we're doing the show there for 10 years. Okay. It's a long time. Sure. And uh, I mean, people do things for much longer, but <laughs> Yes, we've been doing the show longer, um, but I'm looking forward to like ending that and starting somewhere new in the spring. Ah, like place? Yeah, we already have a spot lined up for April, and I, and honestly, it's like I could see the door from the stage. Oh, okay, it's like I'm that fucking paranoid. But no, no, no. But it's in the same city. Yeah, it's still gonna be doing to the. DC okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like then you change. Iteration of it. Got it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, um, I can't see us not doing a December show. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm fine. <laughs> I know you're fucking fine. You only got like three more Florida weddings to go to. Between now and then. Oh God. No, I, yeah. Do you no, have we've actually between now. And then? Um, there is a wedding, like I think in November or something mm-hmm. that we're not sure. I mean, I don't know. I don't know them. Where is it? So I don't know in the suburbs somewhere. They're not my, it's not my people it's or whatever. Thing. It's a, it's a Colin friend. So definitely Florida people. Will be there. And I don't know them You're like too, at all. How, so many Florida people. are Like I've met them. I've never met the man. <laughs> so I don't, I'm just like, cause he said he's going to talk to him. So we'll what does see. that mean? Like, you know, are you going to put in any precautions or oh, anything? Or just letting everybody in fucking know which honestly if i was getting married which i wouldn't like that just seems i get it you you want to get married married i thought i know but i'm saying like if i were to have some sort of situation where you have to have people around i wouldn't okay you know what i mean no but i just because people are just like going on about their business and having big old weddings yeah in in places and stuff and it's like just get that certificate and be done with it it's not about that. Have your Zoom wedding. <laughs> Just... Zoom or have a very tiny outside thing. Yeah, that's fine. Like why? Yeah. 
I I could never in this time, you know, I just be like, push it, push it back. Just, just never do anything. I, I mean, it's, it's the, empty. It's just the logistics of, of uh, a whole wedding reception and everything just seems very exhausting. Yeah, but it, everything is if you want it to be. <sighs> but then and then having to add in everything that's happening, if you care, if because you some care. people just don't. They're care. like, whatever, business as usual. <laughs> All right. Good luck this weekend. Thanks. I'm very tired. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've i been very busy September. Yeah. With Pitchfork. And, well, yeah, Pitchfork. And then Riot Fest was this last weekend. And now there's other things happening. Like, there's just too many things happening. That's why you're tired? Because you've attended festivals? Yeah. Oh, it okay. is fucking tiring. I, I'm not used to this. I usually don't go to... I go to Pitchfork and then that's that. And then you rest for two months and then you consider yeah. going to Ride Fest and then you I hibernate. Go. Yeah, exactly. No, that is complete truth. And this year, for some reason, I bit the bullet and we bought, well, I bought tickets because I was like, ugh, COVID. So I should probably go do things. Ugh, <laughs> COVID. You know, experience life. <laughs> and you're full of regret. Uh, kind of. I told you like 10 minutes in, I was like, it's so hot <laughs> and there's nowhere to go. And I didn't have VIP because I wasn't going to pay for it. And I didn't have anybody to ask. You got to figure out who to ask, man. That's on you. I know. Well, I don't know anybody. You do. That's the thing. You. I, I do, but I'm not going to ask them. That's on you. I'm one. I mean, even when I had connections for that, probably well, I was like, I'm not going to ask them. You don't have connections. Well, no, because I didn't want to ask them because I didn't know them like that. What is like for when I worked at the radio station, oh, I like I probably could have, you know, promotions, asked them for stuff, but I, it was a very clicky like place and I didn't want to be like, I knew I wasn't going to get anything. They were just going to give me the runaround because I wasn't in the click. So it was a very real thing. Like they, they had their group that like, they would always get like the stuff and then, yeah, but you never asked to get the stuff. No, but I had heard from people that like, yeah, you ask. And then it's like this runaround and you're like, we're very <laughs> I'm not going to bother them. We're very different people. I mean, I don't really, I don't want to go that bad apparently. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, that's more accurate. <laughs> uh, and I had a chance to go see taking back Sunday and I really enjoyed taking back Sunday at the Metro. They did a late night show and somebody offered me a, a ticket. I had to work, but <laughs> they did a late night show at the Metro, like a, a like after, after thing this year yes but you did not go no okay. um one because i had to work but two uh covid yeah and three i only really like that first album so, <laughs> unless you you're doing that list? first album no look at the set list now tell me if it was just the first album no i don't think it was all right hold on i doubt it was because they have other songs and I had seen them at Riot Fest. I saw them there, and I heard the songs that I wanted to hear for the most part, so I was fine. All right, let's see what they just played. They played... I ran back and forth because oh, Run the Jewels. Firefly this weekend at, in Dover. What's that? It's Dover. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I think it's the exact same set. Probably. Uh, they played 19 songs. They pl They did a cover of My Name is Jonas. Yeah, they did that at the... See, they essentially did the same set they did at Riot Fest. Yeah, but it would have been smaller and more COVID-friendly. How? 
at the Metro. It was at the Metro. Yeah, more COVID. <laughs> more COVID. Yeah. Uh, friendly for the COVID. Yeah. <laughs> of course. It's like, yeah. All right. Everybody, come on in. So far, liar. They did uh, your soul last summer. Yeah, they did that at Riot. They did that. Are you sure this is not the Riot Fest? I'm looking them to them side by side. They did set phasers to. Oh, stun okay. I don't know that. Metro. <laughs> trying to think of whatever's different. They did El Paso. I don't know that. Song. I'm telling you, I only know that first album. So uh, I kind of dropped off after that. They did 180 <laughs> by Summer. I again. Slow dance. See, I would have been. Hold on, hold on. Slow dance from the inside. I would have been useless there. They I would have been like, this is enjoyable, but. They did cute without the. Yeah, e. cute without e. Yeah. They did that at Riot. They did that at Metro they did. Riot Fest. No, they did. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. I sang it. <laughs> All right. Well, that's not on the set list. You got to update it. Okay. Well, I sang it. I ran because I was I was in a spot. You watching like your friends, right? Yes. Yeah, they played exactly. If they played that song you just said, they did four on each one. The they did the same four songs. See, you made the right decision. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> I was in a spot where I could run from Run the Jewels. Run from Run the Jewels back over to Taking Back Sunday because they were headlining. Mm. And so I would kind of like, wait, I think I know that song. So I would run back over to see Taking Back Sunday, listen, and then run back if I did. And I, at one point I ran and I was cute without the E and I was like, yay. And I sang and then I left and I went back over to Run the Jewels. How many songs <laughs> did you stay for the Pumpkins? Uh, Probably four or five. Okay. You're like, you just were like, I'm tired. I'm leaving. Well, I just, I'm not that big of a pumpkins fan. And I'm just like, he played, they played bullet with butterfly wings, like second song. And I was like, I'm fine. (laughs) Nostalgia, nostalgia checked. (laughs) You, me, them, everybody is made by me. Brandon Weatherby. Our theme music is by Daniel Knox. Our art is by Jillian Ron. You can hear all 13 years of shows at you, me, them, everybody.com. If you're listening to this in Spotify or on iTunes, the last year of episodes are available uh, with some sprinklings of the other ones. If you want the rest of the catalog, which features over 700 episodes, you, me, them, everybody.com. Our Patreon page is on our about page. It's all there. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff at sign Y M T E. Thanks for listening. I'll hug the places that you've been sleeping, friends and family. I'll 